three, Giants 17. Welcome to Talking Giants. I'm your co-host Bobby Skinner here with my co-host Danny. And another loss. Was it? We're at we're at nine straight now, Danny. Um, the return of Eli. It started out as a great night, a fun night, a joyful night, and it ends with frustration, as as most of these episodes are. Just frustration on many levels. I don't know. I don't honestly don't even know where to start, Danny. I mean, we come out seventeen to three at halftime. Eli Manning two touchdowns with Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton has five catches for one hundred fifty-four yards, just two touchdowns in the first half. Doesn't have a single uh, catch in the second half. Uh, the next best receiver at twenty-eight yards was Sterling Shepard. The running game. Never really got going, although, you know, they had some flashes when Saquon would make amazing plays. And just just it just ended up being bad football. And the defense played amazing in the first half. Um, you know, they're playing a lot of man coverage. Uh, the Eagles found some stuff out at halftime and then scored on, what was it, three straight drives at the end of the game where they just couldn't get a single stop. Um, I, I guess that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, 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 and I'm sick. I, I don't know. I don't know, Danny. I, I'm. I feel like I'm just going through the game right now, and I don't. I don't even know where to start. You, you, the Giants. They didn't score in the second half. You don't win football games when you don't score. I don't know why. Why was Jerry Slater not involved in the second half? Why? I'm, I'm going to critique the play. Still, I know Nate Solder messed up, but why are we running the flea flicker? In third and fourteen, yes, they'd be having a different conversation if it worked out, but unfortunately it didn't. So I'm going to critique that. It's just unacceptable when you are dominating the Philadelphia Eagles defense and you score nothing in the second half. If you're blaming this game on the defense, I don't know why why you're blaming them. They did their jobs for the majority of the game. They gave this offenses chance after chance, and they didn't capitalize. If you're John Marin, you're watching this game, and you had any like hope, like any like thought in your mind that maybe Pat Shermer's a guy. This game shows there's there's no hope for him. You, you don't you score nothing in the second half. That is unacceptable. He's gonna finish out the season, but it's just unacceptable. And I mean, yeah, all your fans are like, oh, but the Chase Young dream is still alive. I don't care about the Chase Young dream. I just want to. Uh, a, a, a freaking win. Nine straight losses. That's a franchise record. We did not win in the month of October or November. The Giants are a franchise of disarray. It needs to be turned upside down. Or that's pushing it right there. But this, it's just emotion right now. And they started off so well and they ended so flat. And it just sucks when you don't get the opportunity to respond in overtime. And Zacher is wide open in the end zone to end the game. That was just, that just symbolized the Giants defense right there. Just allowing that to happen yeah it's better better's like and i'm talking about like schematically wise like the first half it looked like better stuff and then the second half I, I you know it's hard to say exactly what happened but they obviously just started figuring i don't they did they figured us out i don't know what they are doing to figure us out they seem to run a lot more screenplay like uh pick plays with the running back that boston guy going out to the flats i mean what did he end up with oh i'm looking he ended up with six catches for 69 yards. Uh, you know, he had 10 carries for 59 yards. I mean, the guy was a, a beast today, a, a nobody. Uh, and the Eagles were beat up. Uh, let, let's talk about the offense. You know, they come out, great first half. You know, the uh, Slayton's, you know, I, I think the Eagles came out and they're like, we're, Eli's going to dink and dunk. 
and he didn't. And so they, I think that was their adjustment in the second half. The thing is, Danny, that flea flicker, that was a touchdown. That was a touchdown. And I, I, I put the picture up on Twitter and Instagram and everything. That not was it a guy open where he had his man beat by a few yards. There was nobody within 20 yards of the guy on the right. And the guy in the middle had just ran past the safety who was running the opposite way. And I, from what I heard, the guy on the left side was wide open too. That's a touchdown. That is seven points. But Nate Solder gets blown up time after time after time. You know, he was actually pretty decent in the first half. Maybe that's because Eli was getting the ball out quick. But I feel like like Daniel Jones' fumbles have, I, you know, I think as we've talked about have cost this Giants wins. Nate Solder has cost this Giants team wins. Like, he, he's, he's consistently the worst player on this team, offense or defense. Yeah, the, the, uh, it's... Dave Gellman was there. He's probably been at every game. But it, it, it's got to be frustrating seeing the guy you made, like, one of the highest paid off the linemen in football absolutely suck. Cost us that 30-14 flea flicker that... I, I didn't see it, so I can't confirm or I, I I can't say that it was a terrible play call. If it was open, then maybe it was open. But he, he has allowed Daniel Jones so many fumbles. He just cannot block. They gave him a double team at one point. He still couldn't even make the block. I get it if you're struggling with a quarterback that sometimes move more in the pocket than you're used to with Brady and Eli. But when you're struggling... Like especially in that second half to protect Eli, there there is no hope for him. If this team keeps Nate Solder, then they just want to continue losing. It, it's so you're paid eighty four, like eighty four million. That's like the total contract worth. Then p- play like you're actually a capable and competent left tackle, not some moron that looked like they can. Nate Solder could probably play for my high school football team and be as bad as our left tackle. It, it's horrendous play. By Nate Solder. The fact that he was highly... Like, Bill Belichick got rid of him at the right time. He must own. And we fall for it. We're paying the price. And we're just giving him money to do jack squat on the sideline. I want to say so many other words right now. But we're trying to keep it family friendly. But it just sucks seeing him out there every single play. Yeah, he's he's the worst player on the team. He's the worst starter on the team. Um, Offensively, Tate... I, I don't... There was times where he was walking on run plays where he could have been making an extra block. That bothered me. I didn't want to bring that up, but that, that bothered me on offense. Um, Let's see. So the flea flicker like that is, I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable how open those guys were. Um, and Nate Solder screws it. Uh, Kevin Zeidler went down. Hopefully he's all right. Um it's cool to see Nick Gates get some more reps. Looking forward to I guess that's something I can look forward to going and watching. I don't know. I feel like I have no no criteria for this show. Offensive line besides Solder played pretty like halfway decent. Not not great, but halfway decent. Solder was just obviously the weak link by far. Um receivers, it's hard to tell what they're doing. Darius Slayton, first half was great. That that uh that third down at the end of the game where it you know, hits his hands. That's a tough catch to make, but in that moment, you kind of need that. Um, the holding penalty on that first or – was it the first or second drive that pissed in field goal range? That wasn't a holding on Jalapio. That screwed us. I mean, it's just – I don't know. And I'm trying to think of what else I can address on on the, on the offense. Uh, the, Pat Schirmer should have called a timeout at the end of the game 
instead of letting it run down the 20 seconds. Do you do something there? Probably not, but still, that's the right thing to do. Uh, and it's frustrating. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with the NFL overtime rules, but it is frustrating to not get a shot. I, I just don't know why Slater disappeared in the second half. They had a better connection. I'm going to have to see how the Eagles, like, maybe they changed their defense on him. I don't know. That's frustrating. Saquon, he was so close so many times to break a run. I, I do believe Saquon's back. It wasn't a spectacular game again, but you're seeing that Saquon, I think, is returning the form, especially the Eagles missed a tackle on him. He was stiff-arming a bunch of Eagles, so it was good to see that. But yeah, Pat Shermer's known for being aggressive. Why wouldn't you take a time out there? Because there's like, what, maybe 30, 40 seconds? What do you got to lose by just slinging it with Eli? You've been aggressive all season. I, I don't care if it's a different quarterback. Stay aggressive. Don't, like, I don't know. It's it's so frustrating. And I, I'm completely done with Pat Shermer. I know, he, as I said, he won't get fired for the, over these next four games. Cause that'd be, at this point, what's the point? But there, I'm done with him. Nothing will change my mind at this point. I don't care if he wins out these next three games. I don't want him as our head coach. There is nothing he has done and nothing he will continue to do that makes me believe he will lead the Giants to anywhere. We got to find someone that benefits Jones that can make this offense run because this offense stall in the second half is really starting to piss me off every single game. They do fine the first quarter and decent the second quarter, but this second half, they stall and they just fall apart. They do nothing. And I don't know why. I just don't know why. Yeah. I'm, I think that's what we're all looking for is answers. It's, yeah, we're not going to get it from Pat Shermer. Um, I'm trying to think. This is this was supposed to be. I was, I was looking forward to the show in the first half. <laughs> and now this might be our worst show ever. Um, Nate Solder sucks. That, that to me is the issue in the, on the – on the offense. I see the main issue. Like I, I, you know, I don't know exactly what happened in the second half, but I do know that they sold her played horrible again. Um, I'm almost ready to go right into the defense. It just sucks that like Chase Young season. Yeah. It just sucks that like Eli's whole family was there. Peyton was living for every snap. He's got his wife there. It looked like his dad, mom just sucked. Yeah, I felt like I was part of that family watching that game, wanting to see Eli succeed and just see it to go out like that, him not even have an opportunity to respond in overtime. It just sucks. I mean, he had one in the fourth quarter and he failed. It's just a, a sucky way for Eli to go out. 116, 117, finished in below 500. Not going to affect his Hall of Fame status, but a game the Giants should have won. They lost. It's Chase Young season, baby. I, I, I can't. Get behind Chase Young right now. I want Chase Young really badly. So no, I, no don't get me wrong. I, obviously, I'm rooting. For, I, I wanted the Giants to win, but I also, I don't know. I want Chase Young. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I want Chase Young as much as the next guy, but I just want to win. It's been nine straight games, two months without a taste of victory. It's it's reached a point. It, it really has reached a point. I mean, we can go for the next three months without a Giants win, and then we have to sit for the whole offseason, wait until the draft. I don't know. Well, they're saving their win for next for next week when I'm in New York. <laughs> you're, that game, I think it's supposed to rain, so if you're sitting I know, in the rain. I know, I know. I know. That's just a perfect 
uh, the perfect storm at this point. Yeah, I if you're going to a Giants game, like well, I know you're, I know why you're going, just to, so you can go to New York. I, I, that that's cool. But if you're going to a Giants game, like if you live in New York, and like you're just going there because like you want, I respect you. I don't know how you can sit through that. I, I I was thinking about going to this Giants Dolphins game, but I I looked. I said I'm not watching this crappy team play. I'm not giving them any more money until next year. Whatever, I'm going to be there, and we're going to have fun because uh, we're going to beat the Dolphins, right? That, that that that's nothing nowadays. We're going to get Chase Young. It's going to happen. That's that's that'll be nice. Yeah, I can't wait for James. Hopefully, James Betcher doesn't coach him. No, James Betcher is horrible. And this was a decent like. Like, yes, like you said, this is this game is not on the defense. No. Um, although, like, you know, get one stop in the fourth quarter and overtime. You left but, Zach Ertz wide but nonetheless, open in the end zone. Yeah, but nonetheless, like it was a like you you play like that for three quarters. Your offense, like your offense, should score a, a point in the second yeah. half. Yeah, I think I think we want to start talking about defense. So let's take a break. All right, break. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, on the defensive side, they like I said, they started off this game hot. They were running a lot of blitzes, a lot of man coverage. Leonard Williams was having his best game as a Giant. I mean, he was just causing havoc, and which was interesting because of all the conversations we had before this game on Monday. Um, he was wrecking havoc. Golden was making plays. O'Shane Zimenez had two sacks. Like, this was the first game where the Giants were getting pressure consistently. Um, they, you know, they were blitzing a lot, playing a lot of man coverage. Uh, Julian Love was doing great in man coverage against Zach Ertz. Carson Wentz was just flat out missing guys. Um, I don't know. And then, uh, you know, it, it fell apart in those last few drives. It, it's like, that's that's just like the Giants this year. It feels like the offense starts out hot, but then falls apart. The defense, like, sometimes they make good stops here and there, but then they fall apart. Like, they just can't put together a full game. And, yeah, like... James Betcher with blitzing Carson Wentz, making him uncomfortable. And then it, it, it just fell apart once the Eagles really started doing bootlegs, play action plays. It, it's they, I'm not blaming the game on them. Yes, they should have gotten. They got to have, like, what, one stop in, like, the fourth quarter. They should have had more. Zacher should not have been wide open in, on, in the touchdown on that overtime play. The one stop was with, you know, the one minute left. I'm looking at it right now, Danny. Yeah. Let's look at their their last drives. The, thanks, ESPN. Screw you, I love, ESPN. I love when I go to the ESPN page and they start blaring ads in my ears. I really appreciate that. All right, just trying to look at a freaking play by a play by play. All right, the overtime drive touchdown, the punt with you know the uh, with one minute left, the eighty-five yard drive with a touchdown, six minutes seventeen. The 58-yard drive, five minutes, missed field goal. And then a 68-yard drive, five and a half minutes, touchdown. So let's let's add let's add it up. 540, that's nine. That's 1030. That's 1645. 
17, 18. So 18, min- 18 minutes right there. If th- that was in the second half after they started off with two punts. So, I mean, they, on those, just on those last drives, they, they won the time possession. I mean, and look at the Giants between there. Three and out, 140. Three and out, uh, 145. Um, three and out, 25 seconds. One play, end of half. All right. You know, it's it's on both the offense and the defense in that second half. Like I, I and as I said, we're not blaming the defense on this game, but you can talk about how they were bad. Ogletree missing a sack. Uh, oh my god! Ogletree missing in zone. Huh. Penalty. Like it, it. Like they didn't play good at, yeah. at that point. But we also can't expect them. But can't expect them to put together four quarters at yeah. this point. But but we got to, we got someone. We got someone to complain about. Sam frickin' Beal. Yeah. Two, two, what, two penalties on that final drive? I don't know them all the time. I don't exactly what, I don't remember what was called exactly, but I know those two penalties, both for, one was on third down, I know for sure. The second one might have been as well. He kept that drive alive single handedly, and he gave the Eagles that touchdown. I've been defending Sam Beal for, since he came in. But I'm not. Maybe it's because it's twelve sixteen on Tuesday, like two uh, early Tuesday morning. But I've had enough of Sam Beal. DeAndre Baker's approved this play. You had a whole. I know you were injured, but you had a whole time to get used to James Betcher's scheme. The the Eagles were without a Nelson Aguilar, all Sean Jeffrey. Why the hell is Sam Beal struggling against no name Eagles? It's pissing me off, and I don't have an answer as to why he's this bad. Yeah, he hasn't shown anything yet. Uh, he hasn't shown like any flashes of like you know, all even the guy, guys who have struggled on this team have showed flashes. He hasn't showed anything at this point. Yeah, you know, he's only played a couple games now, but yeah, he was you know he was not good in this game. Like you said, those penalties, um, and it was against nobody. So it wasn't like it wasn't like he was going against Devontae Adams or Allen Robinson. It's, it's guys that he should be better than. Um, they had Jenkins in the slot when those all those guys were out there. That was pretty interesting. I thought that was something like a cool new wrinkle from James Betcher. Uh, smart. That was smart on him. Yeah. Because Grant Haley's not doing anything. So trust DeAndre Baker, and he he played well tonight. You should trust Sam Beal, who had a whole year to study James Betcher's scheme. Clearly is a working out. But you got nothing to lose by putting Jenkins there. Jenkins had a good game. He made key tackles in the run game. Jenkins looked pretty good in the slot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and that's why people want to throw Jenkins away next year. I'm like, well, you know, I, th- I think he could be a good piece to bring back. Um, when the Giants are winning, Janoris Jenkins will be key. He just Jenkins. I I know like that sounds like like he doesn't care, but Jenkins needs like he's been losing for three seasons. I know all all of us have as the Giants, but Jenkins is that guy that needs winning for like his play to be like I, I don't know how to describe it, but. Just be different. I don't know because I feel like we wouldn't be having the Jenkins complain if the Giants were winning. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. Um, and Jenkins has never been. Jenkins is like right in the middle where he's never been like the locker room cancer guy, but he's also like not gonna like go perfectly. And and like I like we've said before, we don't need a, a locker room full of saints, but we don't need a locker room full of assholes either. Um, Julian Love, I was really impressed with him. Like he he now he missed a couple of tackles and you know that happens when you have a corner playing safety, 
But as far as like coverage, he was really good. He was locking Zach Ertz up in man coverage. I was really impressed with Julian Love. I mean, he made some plays as uh, as a tackler as well. Julian Love, man, and you know we've been banging on this drum for a long time. That is one positive you can bring from this game is he looked really good, man, and against you know a, a top five tight end in the NFL and Zach Ertz. Yeah, that's someone you well, could look. Uh, luckily, uh, for some reason, he wasn't covering him towards the end of the game though. Because James Betcher decided to be like, I was playing well, so maybe I should take a step back. But yeah, that that that's a bright spot. Julian Love playing well. He made plays. He he will be key for this defense going forward. He it's even for only a few games. He is he's playing well at free safety. Curtis Riley he didn't play well for uh, 16, 17 games. Curtis Riley. I mean Julian Love playing great for only being put in the free safety position this year and having to learn it on the fly. So good for Julian Love. Uh, whoever our next defensive whoever our next defensive coordinator is, they're gonna have some quality players. Let's make that perfectly clear. Because you got Love, Williams, who has the potential. He played a great game tonight. Uh Baker, who who I really believe in. You got Jack Rabbit, who I don't believe you should give away. You got Drill Peppers, Jackson Lawrence, possibility of Chase Young. This defense is is has all the talent. It's very young. It's, a, it, it's the youngest defense in the NFL. And I know people go, oh, they're the fifth youngest roster. It's like, yes, because we had guys like Zach Deossi as our long snapper and Antoine. Like, we have old heads. But for the most, like, but, we we, play, we have the most rookie snaps in the NFL. Yeah. I, I looked that up today. We have the most rookie snaps in the NFL. And I know there may be some 20, people. That... 20% of snaps are played by rookies this year. Yeah, I know there's going to be some people that are like, oh, but the Packers have a younger defense than us, and they're playing well. Because I think they have a better defensive coordinator than us. It, we just don't have the corn, uh, the defensive scheme, a coordinator to win to put up quality defense. I believe we need to go back to a four three. There's nothing crazy about it. You just play more nickel, I think. But the Giants play a ton of nickel now. James Betcher's just not the answer, and that's why I, tr- I don't know that that that's head coach to talk for another time. Or yeah, day. I'm I'm interested to look and see exactly what did happen in the second half. Um, it seemed like they started running rub routes, and I, I don't—I I just don't know what happened. Honestly, it's—it's it's hard to tell from TV. And it was so excited with like the Eli Manning hype that it wasn't like locked in. Like, what kind of coverage are they running? And before it all got out of control. Um, but like like we said, Danny, you—you you hold the Eagles to three points for through three quarters. Your offense should do enough to win that game, and they didn't. Um. And you know you had a missed field goal where you 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 know that helps. Um, let's see. The the D line was great, man. Dexter Lawrence played like yeah. a beast, dude. Yeah. Um, Dexter Lawrence had his best game in a while. Leonard Williams played like a monster. Uh, X Man had two sacks. That was awesome. Golden was making plays. Like those guys were out there beating their guys, and this was against a really good Eagles offensive line too. Like one of the best in the NFL. That was. Like there, that's another bright spot you can take away from this game is that like these guys were really playing well together, and they're it, gonna get Chase, and they're gonna get Chase Young to join them next year. It felt like it, for, it felt like the pressure kind of fell apart in that fourth quarter, and once did have time. I know Ogletree missed a sack, but yeah, uh, I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking if Marcus Golden when that ball was tipped by Leonard, if he caught that, uh, I would have, I would have. Paid. There was so many of those plays, Danny. I would have gave Golden his salary, but no. Uh, Alec Ogletree isn't bad at football. Yeah. 
Yeah, but no. See, another thing is, you. I'm really intrigued to know what the Giants are going to do with Marcus Golden because he's very good. Maybe just because he's in James Betcher's scheme, but I believe Marcus Gold is a gamer, and I, I feel like he's going to be sought after on the market. Not not crazy expensive, but would it be? Would the Giants be keen on bringing him back, especially with the the chance of well, right now I say the uh, pos- definitely probably again Chase Young. Because what, like, where would he fit into the situation? I guess you could fit him in easily, but, like, say Leonard Williams, say that it's true. He wants top D-line money, and that's all what he'll take. Do you bring back Marcus Golden and have him and, like, him, Lawrence, and yeah, Marcus, Young? Yeah, Marcus Golden and Chase Young is the defensive ends, and you have Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams in the middle. With I Dal- like that. And, and a rotation with Dalvin Thompson. You have the oh. best defensive tackle rotation in the NFL. Yeah, I, I agree. That that's a that's a smart. I, I like that right there. I, you I, could that, have essentially the best like three headed monster. Now, um, it, that's assuming Dexter Lawrence makes a, a really big jump, um, and Dalvin Thomson has played like a beast all year. Sorry. Hey Siri, I wasn't talking to you. Yo Siri, shut up! I don't want to hear you right now. I I never use Siri. I don't ever use you. So why do you think I'm talking to you randomly? Uh, we should ask her why the Giants suck. So. Um, if you can get like that, de- that like that, the best defensive tackle rotation. You have Chase Young and Marcus Golden as the defensive ends. Um, then that's something. That's some. Uh, that that's the kind of stuff that can transform a defense overnight, and it makes a de- playing def- it makes coaching defense a lot easier because you can rush for with those guys. Um, and I don't know why the hell we're even talking about this right now. Because uh, that's all we can look forward. Al Ogletree right is horrible. Missed tackles and missed sacks. Uh, David Mayo's bad. He can't get over the top. But 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 wait, as as you said, he's our highest graded pro football focus player. Yeah, so, so he's good. Cool. He's he's bad. He he misses that tackle on Miles Sanders. That's the game changer right there. Why why'd you have to get injured, Ryan Connolly? Yeah, we miss you, Ryan Connolly. Uh, it was just it was just uh, a frustrating, annoying game. Really encapsulated this season, Danny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess we're nearing the end here, but I mean, you could shout out Riley Dixon making that contract extension look worth it. He had like one bad punt. Other than that, he was hitting some boomers. And Alter Grossas made all his field goals. Yay. Yeah, he made all one of them. That was pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to drag this show out, Danny. Yeah. We, I, we covered everything. Yeah, we covered everything. This was a very emotional base show. Where I think I, I've reached Ron, the Ron Rivera, yes or no? I'm I'm gonna have to say yes, but yeah, I would I would have to say yes, but I'm you know what? No, no, I'm gonna say no right now. Who do you want? I think we need to go outside the box. That should Matt, me personally. So you're saying Matt Rule? If you think Matt Rule, I like what he does with Baylor. Uh, if if yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm a fan of Robert Sala, and, and I believe he will be a good head coach. I'm telling you right now, I would take Robert Sala in a heartbeat. Uh, Jason Garrett, no, <laughs> no chance in hell. To be quite honest, like I I don't know what it would take to pry away Lincoln Riley, but I do think of Lincoln Riley being our head coach. I'll say it right now. I'm coming out as it. That is not gonna happen. I'm saying it. I, I I think about it. I just think about it. Like I don't want his like? spread. I don't want his guard with with Daniel Jones. Honestly, 
No, that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, I'm 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 a fan of Robert Sala, and if he's willing to lead the 49ers, I and believe all the people that. saying, "Oh, look at Arizona, they figured it out." It's like they haven't won in like eight weeks either. Last time they won was against us. Uh, <laughs> for real, I really think that was the last time. No, they yeah, I think it is, and maybe one more. But I'm gonna yeah. look it up right now. You, you're 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 a, a Ron Rivera guy. Yeah, I like Ron. Uh, I'd be cool with fire and passion for Ron Rivera. I'm just cool with fire and passion for anyone. Uh, Mike McCarthy, what, yes or no? Yes, we were there. No, I got bullied for just even saying, like, it's pretty cool what he's doing. Yeah, Dan Schneider bullied you. Um, like, yeah. everybody. I'd like to yeah, yeah. like, no, yeah. quote tweeting me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I just said it's cool what he's doing. And then I find out, like, that, like, coaches do that kind of stuff all the time. And they, and they just don't change. Someone brought that Tom Thibodeau did that with. After the Bulls, and then he did nothing. Yep, their last one was against us. They lost one, two, three, four, five, six, six losses in a row. So not as bad. Yeah, I mean, Ron Rivera, he, I, I wouldn't be mad. I make and they beat us, the Falcons, and the Bengals. <laughs> Literally the two worst teams in the NFL and the Falcons. You go, Cliff Kingsbury. You go. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, Eli starts Sunday, yes or no? Yeah, he's starting. There's no doubt in my mind that he's starting. We we get it back to the 500 mark, boys. Yeah, that probably is what's gonna happen. I will. What I will be rooting my ass off for that to happen. I don't want him to finish below 500. If he does finish below 500, it sucks. But he's still going into Hall of Fame. Uh, I think Joe Namath uh, ended his career below 500. Yeah, Joe Namath sucks though. Um, if he's in the Hall of Fame, Eli is. I know Eli's going to Hall of Fame. That's not even a debate. It's, it's oh, Stephen A. Smith for this. Yeah, but that's that's how you. That's why Stephen A. Smith is Stephen A. Because he knows how to get the people fired up. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm going to be in New York. That's all I care about. I'm going to enjoy going on a vacation. I don't care what happens. You're going to be missing the snow on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be. I, I'll be there very early Thursday morning. I'm going. To, we're landing in Newark. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be in New York. That's all that matters to me. I don't care if we, I don't even care about the Giants. I've been, this is all a joke. I don't really actually care about the Giants. <laughs> you just do this just for the fun of it. All right. Trending Nate Solder, Giants, <laughs> Saquon, Eli Manning, Barkley, Boston Scott. <laughs> finally got to it. Finally got to an Eagle. No patch. Remember that surprise. Let's see how many Nate Solder tweets there are. If there's one nice tweet, I'd be shocked. Nope. <laughs> you feel like he, he's a great guy off the field. Yeah. Like, I respect him off the field, but when he's on the field, I hate his guts. Yeah, there's there's nothing good. Nate Solder wouldn't start at Rutgers. That's our, our, guy, <laughs> our guy Jimmy Coppa said that. Uh, Nate Solder is basically a burning pile of money out on the field. Uh, <laughs> Nate Solder is hilariously bad. Um, what if Nate Solder was just a plant by Ben McAdoo? Um, hold on. Our, our guy, Panic, Death Taxes, and Nate Solder conspiring to kill our QBs. Uh, <laughs> Nate Solder, here's a good one. 
Here's a funny one. Nate Soldier is causing New York Giants Twitter to type the name Eric Flowers again. Doesn't get much worse than that. I'm re- I'm gonna retweet that one. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. That uh, that one gets a retweet at BCR Lieutenant. He spells Lieutenant wrong, but I love him. Um. Hey, oh, Linda Cohn, our friend Linda Cohn. Defense played scared when it mattered most, as they've done all season. Linda, shut the hell up. My <laughs> gosh, she won't blame Eli for nothing. Coaching, and that was the thing. Eli didn't perform in the second half. I don't know exactly what the reason was, but he didn't perform in the second half. Um, coaching could not make any adjustments that can have to help offense. Eagles figure it out. Nate Solder might be the worst trade in signing in Giants history. Eli had a great first half. Eagles deserve W. Eli had a great first half. Mm, hold on. I, I want to find some more funny Nate Solder ones. Giants haven't beat the Eagles on Monday Night Football since 1972. Thanks to John Fennelly for that stuff. That, that one doesn't say Nate Solder, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm handling you the Nate Solder stuff. I'm just watching Eli's press conference because I'm sad. <laughs> here's one. Here's how how much PFF sucks. They'll probably have Nate Solder as the highest graded offensive player on the Giants tonight, <laughs> uh, which is true. They've done that before. Uh, I didn't think it was possible that Nate Solder is actually worse than Flyers. That's not true, but. Um. Hold on. Let me. I'm gonna find one more. Uh, let me find one more. There's so many. Most of them are just like Nate Solder stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Nate Solder, it's gotta go. Right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do the the latest one. Yeah, just watching Eli's press conference, Dan, maybe sad. I don't know who was worse, Nate Solder or James Betcher. All right, that was the latest Nate Solder stat. <laughs> I wonder, like, like you know how the Chiefs send, like, the equipment to the wrong state? Can we put Nate Solder on a plane and send him to, like, uh We got to stop bullying Nate Solder. This is downright, this is, this is borderline bullying. <laughs> Play better and I'll stop bullying you. Like you know, like in you know in school when you sign the pledge, like I refuse to stop bullying. Well, I'm breaking that freaking pledge just to bully Nate Solder. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna we're gonna get quote tweeted eventually, and people are gonna be big mad at us. Report us for bullying. I don't care. Show this to his wife. I don't care. BCR Lieutenant's tweet is gonna blow up in the morning. Uh, all right, that's a damn show. We'll be back Friday, and I'll be recording from New York. No midweek show because it's Monday Night Football. We'll be back Friday. I'm going to New York. I'm excited for that. Let's let's just put this loss behind us. I'm not. Let's go big blue. <laughs>